from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast, Tuesday, November 21st, 2023. Thank you all for being here this morning, live on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, uh, Twitter is now Rumble, uh, Twitter is now X, and Rumble. Thank you all for being here this morning. We've got a busy, busy, packed show for all of y'all today. It's our last show of the week. So I was going to do a show tomorrow, and uh, and and yeah, I think if we're going to do anything tomorrow, it'll be something very, very special. It'll be exclusively on our Substack, where if you go and subscribe now, you get one of these awesome Travel Espresso mugs. Um, so go support our show by going to our Substack, jamesazar.substack.com. But um it's gonna be a great uh it's 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 gonna be a great uh great episode today so so go do that make sure to subscribe now before we get started on this morning's show while everyone's getting ready for thanksgiving join me for a coffee cup cheers y'all good espresso on a good morning let's go ahead and get the show started what you're seeing in front of you is our homepage to our Substack. you can catch all of our podcast exclusive content including some of my writings and practitioner notes so you can catch those there as well we'll kick off this morning with move it apparently we can't seem to get past move it with now over 2600 organizations falling victim 77.2 million people haven't been impacted by the file transfer service move it hack since may of this year potentially making it the worst data breach of all time in scale of business in, in in the b2b supply chain side of the house right uh for, from a from a, a a data perspective the marriott breach will always kind of have so far has carried the, the load over 500 million records impacted globally on the marriott breach <clears throat> this however is significant the reason for it is because 78 percent of affected organizations are from the u.s followed by canada at 14 percent Germany with 1.4 and the UK with 0.8 of the organizations. This is according to MCSoft, a New Zealand-based cybersecurity firm. Most of the impacted organizations are from the education sector, 40% coming from that segment, followed by 19% in health, finance, and professional services at 12%. Uh, this is all coming from the CLOP website, uh, SEC filings, public disclosures, state breach notifications. The reason this is significant is because if you now understand the massive scale of supply chain. If you're a CISO in a supply chain company, um, or if you rely heavily on third-party organizations to support critical aspects of data transfer or data processing in your organization, you ought to be stricter, and you ought to be extremely strict with how that data is being managed. Progress for their end are now facing an investigation by the SEC and a class action lawsuit all of which are going to have significant recourse to the entire industry. What this investigation will find, if there is potentially malfeasance here, similar to what we're seeing with, you know, the, the kind of the breach at solar winds and the action being taken against the CISO and the board. Um, and now this, you, you could see a, a, a greater risk posed to security practitioners in organizations through these regulatory agencies, which could, if you think we have an issue now, wait till these lawsuits set in place. 
going to be significant. You don't see it now, but we'll see how these investigations pan out. We're keeping a close eye on it. We'll keep briefing all of y'all as they become available. There's detailed data on employees of the U.S. National Security Lab leak online. Sieged SEC released personal data on thousands of employees at the Idaho National Laboratory, the nuclear research lab. The cybercrime group that has engaged in politically motivated attacks breached an HR application belonging to the Idaho National Laboratory, claiming in a post on Telegram on Sunday that it obtained detailed information on employees working at the nuclear research lab. The group Siege Sex said it accessed hundreds of thousands of users, employees of user, employee, and citizen data, including full name, social security numbers, bank account information, and addresses. The group posted a sample of the leaked data, but CyberScoop could not confirm whether they were in possession of a much larger data set than it claims to have stolen. An Idaho National Lab spokesperson, Lori McNamara, confirmed the breach had taken place and said the lab is still investigating the extent. Earlier this morning, Idaho National Laboratory determined it was the target of a data breach affecting servers supporting the Oracle HCM system, which supports its human resources applications. INL has taken immediate action to protect employee data. If you're an employee there or you know someone who is, if bank account information was compromised, change your bank account. It's a pain in the ass. Some banks, though, all you do is once you change it, they'll just forward it for 90 days. Um, it gives you time to change all your information for auto pay and all your credit card stuff. Amex does an excellent job of doing that, by the way. So, you know, there, there, there's that aspect of it, which your bank account information is really important because you could see uh, immediate financial fraud happening there. INL has been in touch with the FBI and CISA to investigate the impact, according to the spokesperson. Idaho, Idaho National Lab op- operates under the Department of Energy. It's one of the 17 labs that search the U.S.'s research and development test beds. It's the premier lab for nuclear energy. It also focuses on energy security, reliability, and other national security issues, such as cybersecurity. Obviously, an Oracle system being compromised is significant for these folks. And so we'll see how that pans out. And a surprise, or is it, the majority of state-sponsored cyber attacks against Russia are originated from North Korea and China, according to Russian researchers. In a report released this week, the findings are coming from the firm Solar, which is owned by the country's largest telecom provider, Rostelcom. And it comes as a surprise because Rostelcom is really intertwined with uh, President Putin. There's a partnership, a political partnership, and kind of the friend of my friend, the axis of evil partnership, right? The Russia, China, North Korea, Iran. However, uh, uh, last month, Russian President Putin visited Beijing to meet with his counterpart and dictator, Xi Jinping. And on Thursday, Russia reached an agreement with North Korea to expand cooperation and trade, science and technology. Again, all of these deals that Russia's doing are, are by force simply the war in the Ukraine. NATO's approach towards Russia is pushing the Russians to places they don't want to go. The findings are the report are not what you would expect, according to Pascal Geens, the director at Radware. However, nation states threat actors do have an incentive to hunt forward in allied networks, they would want a heads up if the ally is about to go rogue or is uh, maintaining relations. Everyone knows that Putin's endgame was never to be part of the North Korea-China axis. In fact, if you go back and you watch Putin's approach, Putin's approach has always been more towards Germany, Poland, and kind of keeping Russian influence over that Eastern European bloc that they historically had influence on uh, throughout the history of the of, of, of Russia and then formerly the USSR. So this isn't a marriage of choice. It's a marriage of force. 
uh, between these countries. And it appears that China and Russia understand that. And apparently they're targeting the Russians a whole lot more. They're also targeting the Russians because Russia, as a point, has a better defense industry than China does. So stealing some of their trade secrets and corporate espionage would also help the Chinese as part of putting together the best of what they steal from the West and the best of what they steal from Russia to create their own weapons. And also in the event Russia ever turns on them, they would have so much information on the Russians that they'd be able to use for that as well. Amid the ongoing war, Russia also faces cyber attacks from politically motivated Ukrainian hackers, such as the IT army. And they've been carrying out a whole bunch of DDoS attacks and disruption attacks and some ransomware attacks on the Russians, but not at the scale that we see from China and North Korea on Russia. And this is something where if we talk about the changing of consensus and conception uh, in cyberspace, um, hopefully um, next year we have new leadership in Washington all over and we understand the need to one, end the Russia-Ukraine conflict and number two, find ways to get Russia more involved in Europe. A Russia economy open to Europe will inherently uh, end their dependency on China. Inherently. It'll take time because trust isn't there. Uh, but the people trust. And that's really, really important. There are, you know, there, there are, there are uh, peace agreements that are done like Egypt and Israel, right? Where the peace is between governments, but not between the people. So governments don't really trust each other. It's, it's, it's a piece of, of a force, but the people don't like each other at all. In Russia and the West, Russian people love Western culture. As someone who's traveled to Russia, I was never looked at as an American, never felt to, to feel that way. Russians do appreciate Western and European culture specifically, and they relate to it a lot more. There's more similarities in German and Austrian and Polish and, 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 and Romanian and Bulgarian culture with Russia than, than there is with Russian culture with China, specifically, you know, mainland Russia, what I call Moscow, St. Petersburg, the areas that more uh, favor Europe. The, Russia is huge, and it does carry a border with Asia. And as such, there is part of the Russian population that really um, interacts with China. And the reason I give you all of this background is because you have to understand this in order to really get into the heads. Russia disrupts uh, primarily because there's no trust. But if there is some sort of reunification of Russia within Europe, and I'm not talking about just letting them in, opening trade agreements, solving the Ukrainian-Russian conflict, um, and, and, and making sure that Ukraine gets back some of the land that Russia acquired, giving Russia some assurances, and then holding true to those assurances, uh, and, and not like previous NATO agreements, the, the peace between the people will be there. And then the governments will need to build on that peace and trust, uh, which is very different. And that's a stronger piece when the people want it and the governments have to follow through with it. We, the people. The Canadian government has announced that information pertaining to its employees and to its military and police personnel were exposed in a data breach by a third-party service provider, the Brookfield Global Relocation Services and Serva Canada, two moving and relocation services firms contracted by the Canadian government to provide relocation support to employees were breached on October 19th. This has launched an investigation. The data breach impacts the personal information of present and former public service employees, as well as members of the Canadian Armed Forces and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, another breach impacting third party. Nearly 9 million patient records 
were compromised in a recent data breach. This one pertaining to 4 million patients at the Northwell Health, New York State's largest healthcare provider and private employer. This one also impacted the healthcare system in Illinois and Cook County Health, which disclosed 1.2 million patients were affected and about 4 million additional patients from undisclosed locations were also impacted all in all nearly 9 million. This is being attributed to the Perry Johnson and Associate disclosed uh, breach we talked about earlier uh, last week. Uh, this began in March, and they're now starting to notify patients that this seems to have wide-scale uh, uh, impact on many, many patients and many, many healthcare systems. Morgan Stanley was fined and settled a $6.5 million settlement over insecurely disposing of hardware containing unencrypted PII. You remember years ago, we had this conversation about how they decommissioned a bunch of devices that had PII on them that didn't really clean them out and so forth. So they've now settled this for $6.5 million for in, uh, insecurely disposing of hardware, which is a small fine. I mean, it's $20 in, in retrospect to Morgan Stanley. Um, but nonetheless, this fine was uh, done with the Florida Attorney General's office. And so there's that. Sumo Logic uh, reported a data breach earlier this month on November 7th, two weeks ago. And now their investigation has completed and there's been no proof of any customer data impact or no threats to customer data at present. So Sumo Logic has uh, gone ahead and said no real impact. We've been able to do that. They're urging customers to immediately rotate API access keys as well as the various other credentials as a precaution to ensure that if anything was compromised, they'd have no access. And our final story of the day is who dumb done it dumb worse. This one is the chief operating officer of a cybersecurity company here in Georgia hacked uh, parts of the Gwinnett Medical Center in June of 2021 to boost his company's business. Bigos Singela, he worked for Securaletics, a network security company that provided services to the healthcare industry, has pleaded guilty to hacking into the systems of GMC's Northside Hospital, hospitals in Duluth and Lawrenceville here in Georgia. During his attack on September 27th, 2018, disrupted the health provider's phone and network printer services, stole PII of more than 200 patients from a halogenic R2 digitizer digitizing device connected to a mammogram machine on GMC's Lawrenceville's hospital. On the same day, he used over 200 printers in the GMC hospital in Duluth to print information and messages like, we own you. Uh, and in the state of Georgia, that line does not go on well. The cyber attack on the hospital not only could have had, have had disastrous consequences, but patient personal information was also compromised, according to Chris Hacker. That's his real name. Great guy. Special agent in charge of FBI Atlanta. The FBI and law enforcement partners are determined to hold accountable those who do that. Singela was charged with 17 counts of intentional damage to a protected computer and one count of obtaining information from a protected computer. Prosecutors say the defendant attack. Uh, cost more than $817,000 in financial loss. He's agreed to pay over the $817,000 plus interest in restitution. And they're recommending a 57-month probation. That's simply because he has a rare and incurable form of cancer. And as such, they're putting him in home detention as an alternative to incarceration in order to get medical care. So one, we wish him health. Obviously, um, no one uh, should have to deal with that. But number two, See, crime does not pay. Don't hack someone to drum up business to your business. That kind of seems very like, elementary. That's it for our show this morning. Again, no show for the rest of the week. 
taking Thanksgiving off. We'll be back Monday with a whole lot more 9 a.m. Eastern live right here on your favorite social media platforms and podcast listening platforms. Please make sure to subscribe. Go check out our Substack. Get your travel mug. Great opportunity to do just that. Until then, great rest of your day. Have a happy, happy Thanksgiving, y'all, and stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.